0: Our Live from Nashville series continues with JD Shelburne on the Music Universe podcast.
1: Well, we are still here at Nashville Coffees talking with another guest we've had already, JD Shelburne. But this was a really great conversation. I was like, well, what more could we talk about? We've already talked about music. He sat here and he talked about really what it is as an independent artist the the social media the offers he's gotten to do it in a phony way Mm -hmm. it it was really really cool to talk to him in person and I think this felt like a conversation you could only have with somebody sitting across from you having delicious coffee that kind of thing
0: yeah we we went a little more in depth that we don't get to do a lot of uh, with the artists and that's the business side of things it fascinates us but a lot of artists just obviously talk about their projects, touring, albums, songwriting, whatever. So it's really cool to get to hear what he won't do, yeah, and also what he will do, and it kind of gives you an insight into how things are run, more so than um, they allude to, you know.
1: We are here live at Nashville Coffees. This is such a pleasure to be here with J.D. Shelburne. Welcome, sir, how are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Of course, we know who you are. I just I have to look at the name when I say it because otherwise I will say Shell and that's not right.
2: A lot of people say it. They spell it wrong half the time. So but, really, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's no O. I tell people. Yeah. 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 So.
0: So, I know you've. It's been a crazy year for everybody, but, being that, artists do touring, for 90% of their income. What has what have you been doing to keep busy? I'm holding a Kentucky Official Visitor's Guide from 2020. Was Did all this come this year, like? Uh, yeah, that, uh,
2: I found out I was going to be on the cover of the Tourism Guide. I'm from Kentucky originally, and uh, I play a lot up in the state, play uh, festivals, fairs, you name it. And uh, I do a lot of stuff for the Tourism Department, and they contacted me last November about this time a year ago and, and said they wanted to feature me on the cover. And I was just like, that's amazing. And then uh, January rolled around, and, and we went to the state capitol, and the governor uh, had this whole, you know, press conference, and it was awesome. And uh, you know, this happened. I think it was like January the fifth. And so, you know, first of 2020, I started. I mean, I was booking. I had shows booked all year long anyway. But when this cover came out, man, I had emails every week for gigs, festivals, fairs. I mean, it was like overwhelming because of the people, the interest on in booking me for the shows because of this guide. Well, March fifteenth hit. And I started getting emails. Unfortunately, uh, due to COVID-19, we're going to cancel our show, you know. so. But in the meantime, I've have, I have had a decent year. I've played, I think, 80 shows. Uh, usually I'm at 215. So I, I've, I lost uh, almost 100, you know, which has been pretty brutal. But I've been able to earn income other ways. Facebook, you know, um, people still sponsoring me. Um, you know, I'm still able to play some shows. I had a decent year. Sold, I've sold more merch online than I've ever sold. Uh, because I've, I used to do Facebook Lives every night uh, at the same time every night and I would sell merch and uh, I was able to, you know, reach new fans that had never heard of me before uh, because of Facebook Live. And so I've been able to try to wiggle ways around of just finding new ways to, to meet fans. Uh, you know, people can tip us and uh, doing, you know, online shows. And so that's helped. But I have been able to play – I counted 80 shows on my, on my list uh, last week and I was like, have I played 80 shows this year? And so that's been that's been pretty nice, um, but at the same time, I'm ready for 2021, and hopefully the shows I lost, I'll get back.
1: Let me ask, doing all of those Facebook lives and, and ramping up those merch sales, what has that taught you about your work ethic?
2: You definitely, uh, I've learned that fans, uh, if you if you do a Facebook live like every night at the same time, like that's what keeps fans coming back. And like if there was ever a time where I'm like, man, I don't feel like doing a Facebook live night, I'm tired, you know. And I'm like, I'd have to just power through it because, you know, fans, you know, they expected. it. I felt like they were expecting it, you know, as the more I played. Um, but, you know, I've always been uh, – I've always had a hard, hard work ethic. I've played 200 shows a year the last five years. Sometimes I play three shows in a day. I'll make appearances at, at places and I'll go do a show that night and I'll get up the next day and drive six hours and play another show, come back and play O-Red Sunday. And so I, hard work ethic is what I've been used to since I moved to Nashville. and I feel like that's the only way you can make leeway in this business and make money is touring. Yeah. You take every opportunity you can get and uh, that's kind of what i've been doing since i've since i've played and along the way i've built my I, i've built you know my success record and helped you know find new ways to have, get people to want to book you play more shows you know put i put out more new music more videos and you just try to find new ways to reach fans <laughs>
0: yeah and i think with social media especially those facebook lives i mean it's just to constantly be doing that and is each facebook live do you treat it as Another show as a live well, person show.
2: You know, I've realized um, people like you know people like to hear you sing. You know, that's what you, that's what you're on there for. But I feel like if you do something out of the ordinary, that's more interesting. They keep the followers on longer. Like for instance, the biggest uh, Facebook Live audience I had this year was a video of me and my wife playing Uno. We <laughs> literally set up my Facebook Live and I played my wife Uno at the kitchen table. And I had, I had so many views. And I'm like, of all things, playing Uno. <laughs> and, like, I would do things like that to find different ways. Like, for one, I cleaned my garage out one night and found, like, 40 items that I thought were junk. And I got on Facebook Live, and I was like, here's 40 items in my garage that I think is junk. And I had thousands of views. As opposed, I'd get on and play four songs that were Garth Brooks covers, and i have half, not even half the views, you know. Isn't that, isn't that weird how that works <laughs> It is. Out? It's like, you know, you, when you do Facebook Lives for so long, people people love your music. I have a lot of fan, loyal fans, but when you do stuff that, like, they don't normally see on a daily basis, like I decorated my Christmas tree uh, a couple of nights ago with fan club ornaments. People give me ornaments throughout the se- touring season, and people love that, you know. And, like, I've, I've found just to be – just to find different ways to, to get out and market and uh, – find new ways where fans really haven't hasn't seen that side of you before it's more interesting
0: well i mean you got 26,000 facebook fans 30 so now 30 wow nice. 6,000 uh twitter followers and roughly 10 on instagram um so that's that's a big feat especially for an independent artist I yeah mean, we, we've had uh, a lot of
2: work it is a lot of work yeah to, you know there's just so so many artists out there trying to do the same thing and flooding facebook mm-hmm. and you know you try to stay relevant and you try to find ways to reach people and uh you know, i got a loyal fan base, that's one thing. Uh, you know, I've, I've been doing this thing with CMT uh, every month. We go in and do like a uh, online workshop, we go in with our, a lot of other independent artists and I had a lady speak up that was just another colleague and was like, you know, you can buy your likes, you can buy your Spotify streams, you can buy this, but you never can buy real fans. And uh, that's so true. I've been building fans uh, since 2008 when I moved to Nashville, so.
1: So what's the key? What is the key as somebody that doesn't have that backing What's the key to getting those numbers
2: out? Just being humble and kind to people, I think. You know, you may not be the best singer, have the best records, but if you go out and play a show and you shake people's hands and tell them you appreciate them and take time with them, even if I'm out if I'm out eating back in my hometown at a restaurant someone comes up, wants a picture, and I'm eating my hamburger and fries, I put my hamburger down and take a picture. I just feel like being kind to people is it will get you really far in life, and I've, I've tried to stay that, that way since I started.
0: Now, you said you moved here in 2008. I actually moved out then. What? When you first moved here, what was the atmosphere for you like? Did you have to do a day job, or did you instantly start performing? I
2: did I actually. Had, I did a day job. I was making okay money uh, touring. Uh, I, nobody knew who I was in Nashville. I didn't know a soul down here. Uh, I mean, I, t- I, knew, I actually knew one guy uh, here that uh, that that was from my hometown. That uh, that we never really. He never helped me. We never right. We never did anything together. But uh, so I was forced to kind of get, get on my own. You know, do it on my own. And so I did work a day job, uh, but. Yeah, you know, I did that because not because I had to, because I was tired of sitting around during the day. I mean, I was playing at night, and I was, you know, getting up and just watching TV all day. I'm like, I could be making money, you know. And so I actually worked a, uh, at a benefits, uh, an insurance company, doing like COBRA administration and health cares. It was, it was, it was a very boring job, but it, it paid the bills, and I was I was able to live off that and then bank my music money. And so, uh, you know, I heard a, uh, an interview with Jay Leno years and years ago and he was still on late night TV, and said that he was. Uh, he would work two. He's worked two jobs his whole life. He's uh, done the Late Show, and then he was doing comedy in Vegas on the weekends. And say so he was living off his Late Show and banking his comedy money in a savings account. And I'm like, man, that's the smartest thing I've ever heard. So why not have two incomes? I'm not ashamed to say I have a day job, you know. And so, I did that for for several years. And every day job I worked, the company closed. <laughs> so I stopped working day jobs. <laughs> but you know, it was, it was a, it's a cutthroat world in insurance. And so, but I did that. And it was fun. I made some, you know people that were my clients end up being fans so that that was a great way to get started too. yeah it was it was kind of nice nice reward
1: what have you learned about getting fans retaining fans in this pandemic that once we're finally back to touring that you're going to retain is there something you discovered that you're doing that you're going to keep doing once things return to whatever normal looks like on the other side of this
2: I think um, just just staying updated on socials. I think doing something, whether it's a post or a, a live video, something like, for instance, my wife and I, we just had our first son uh, in September. He's two months old tomorrow. Thank you. And I've been able, uh, like, I put him on my socials every day. Picture uh, a gift someone has given us something, and I feel like I built more fans, giving them more of my inside life of what it's like, not just to be on the country music artist side of things, but what what I do at home, and I feel like people have really grasped that they like that side, you know, and and I, I just feel like just being positive on socials and staying current and posting stuff every day, whether it's twice, sometimes three times a day, mostly twice a day, morning and night, I'll find a post, but just staying in front of people's eyes, I feel like, you know, and doing these lives has helped, but I feel like when shows do come back, I'll meet so many fans and say, I saw you on Facebook Live during COVID, you know, I, I became a fan because you showed a picture of your son, you know, I, I was very drawn to that, so I hope that, that that works, I hope these shows come back, because the shows, I, I lost 80 shows, so I'm hoping I, I get 80 new bookings that are rescheduled for next year, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, and um, I we probably talked about some of this the first time we had you on, but... Um you know, CMT's premiered a couple of videos. You said you've been working with them, also uh, Great American Country, TNN. In the world of social media, where YouTube is the go-to for videos, how important is it, especially for an independent artist, to get played on these national networks?
2: Oh, that's huge. I mean, I, when I first moved to Nashville, uh, CMT told me no, no, told me no for three, or four years. And um, I guess either the quality of the videos wasn't that great, or maybe this wasn't a song, or whatever. But I just kept plowing through and kept pushing, and hopefully one day what they would add. And my last video went number one, so you know persistence always wins in this business. And I've, I've been told a bunch no, I've been told no a bunch, you know. And it seems like the people that tell me no, I end up getting that as the, as the days go on, and as I just keep hustling and keep building fans. And uh, you know, when I first got on Great American Country, uh, CMT. Um, didn't add my video, but GAC did. And I'm like, man, you know, I'm just grateful for whatever. And that was that was big news. I was able to watch it. I worked a day job and we, they pretty much took a, took a lunch break. We all went down to the TVs in the, in the cafeteria and watched my video. And then, you know, now CMT's playing my stuff. I mean, they've just, CMT has been the best platform because everybody knows who CMT is. You know, when I post those numbers to my website, people, you know, just go crazy over it. And with the video, I just put out uh, in the summer during COVID, uh, the 12 packet went number one. So, you know, to be able to go out and promote these shows and that video when the shows get back, I, I really think it's going to help.
0: Now, you said CMT told you no. Was this like you communicating with them directly? or Yeah, actually,
2: uh, I reached out to um, the staff there uh, when I first moved to town. And uh, I don't think I ever heard back the first few times I tried. And then I ended up finding a, a, a person that works there um, on socials. And I just guessed his email hey nothing uh, wrong with that and i was just like you know hey here's a video it's been my dream to be on cmt i'd love to see if you can get an ad I didn't hear back and i'd follow up and and then they write me back and say hey you know just keep trying man that video really wasn't what we were looking for for just go around and and so i just took that as constructive criticism and just you know kept that in the back of my mind as i as the the years and months went on and so uh as i as i performed i started playing music in college so i didn't i didn't grow up doing this you know and uh as I've grown, grown as an artist, my songs have gotten better. My producing, who I have worked with on records, have gotten better. And I just feel like the stuff I have now is the best stuff I've, I've put out. And CMT's really loved it, and so I'm very thankful for them. And but I always say to people that are trying to get in the business that, that you know that don't know where to start, I'm like, I'm telling you right now, people are going to tell you no, and uh, you got to be persistent with people. Yeah. And whether he, he's taught me that. Yeah, you got to be persistent. I might have asked
1: you this the first time we asked this. Yeah, I remember
2: talking to you guys the first time. What was that?
1: Yeah. Um, it
2: was in the middle of all of our... Yeah, all of the vid- pandemic. Yeah.
1: But would you want a label to come in at this point or are you so set up with it being independent and being a successful machine that you've created yourself that a label would just, for lack of a better term, F it up?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if Sony Nashville or Warner came to me tomorrow I was like, look, man, you've created the ship. We'll give you X amount of dollars. We'll we'll, we'll put you on a major tour. I, I would sign, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I hear a lot of stories about labels, too. I mean, that's been my ultimate goal is to get a, to get a deal. And I feel like these days, I mean, I've made a living the last, I mean, seven years playing music without a record deal, you know. But, you know, I do see people with deals that get big, bigger and better shows. They get 15 times the more followers, you know. And it's just like, are they earning those? Are they getting those because they're getting on playlists because they're on a label? You know, there's always a catch to it. And, you know, I've, I read stuff online where people, you know, kind of get screwed in, in deals, too. But, you know. I guess you got to read between the fine lines sometimes, but if something came along that that was worth was worth giving you know my merch to and my what I've what I built thus far and I felt like it was legit and it would get take me to the to my next goals then you know I would definitely give it consider it, giving it thought. Yeah, totally
1: great. Yeah, that's one of those things. I forget who it was. Somebody joined Instagram, like it was her first ever Instagram post. That day she had 2.5 million followers.
2: <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. That, H- yeah. How does that happen?
1: That's not real.
2: That's not real. There's no That's way. not real. I mean, that is
1: a media team going we're gonna do this and we're gonna launch it with a bunch of people. That's not organic. They don't tell At you all. What that costs. Yeah,
0: because nobody's like probably constantly sitting looking for her account. Yeah. They're Especially they're, if they know she's not on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like, suddenly two and a half million. Yeah, that's insane. Well, I mean
2: there's people I mean, like right now there's people that I know that that get millions of streams a week on their songs and I'm like, How?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean these days, I mean, you can buy streams. I mean, I I see it online. I've had people approach me, companies, and it's just like, you know. And when I hear when I've been submitted for labels, it's like, dude, you you don't have enough streams. And I'm like, all right, you know, I'm still making a good living touring. It's like, you know, I don't I don't want my career to be to be sold on on Spotify streams. But it sure would be nice to have a lot. And more. And to me, it. that
0: seems like a little. Um, it seems like a little rude on their part because. Yeah. It, streams equals money to them
2: exactly well you know it's funny I, i've set. i've set in a talent agent before and uh i've got a great track record of touring i've got fans fans all over the country and they literally have told me you don't have enough we love your sound you just don't have enough spotify streams to do anything for us and i'm like got it walked out you know i'm like wow isn't that it's crazy world it used man. to be
0: oh you don't have enough uh y- you know you can't even sell so many tickets and yeah. then now it then yeah. it' and now it's streams and now it's it's like it's
2: unfair because literally right now I could pay two grand for streams and they'd give me several hundred thousand yeah. instantly right on my right the numbers go up overnight, you know, and it's just like you know how many of these streams are we hearing out there that are legit streams I mean yeah, the people like aldine and the a and b cut artists they're getting legit streams, I'm sure right, <laughs> but artists that are in my category that are independent trying to break through on a national scale that are getting 10 million streams a, a week or a month like I just don't you know I don't see it unless you can get an XM you know highway yeah. find or something or on a new boots list or something But there's got to be gatekeepers to get you have to, I, you have to pay money or something to get through Well, I mean even
0: you know even your socials prove that that yeah. fan base
2: is there. Well my socials I mean my socials I'm getting a hundred thousand hits a week on my socials and so I'm really doing good myself but you know like I said I just don't have I don't have a million streams well that's what
1: we run up against with the site right we have really good impressions Same. by month really good lifetime impressions but our socials don't reflect that Which our, isn't
0: something we're focused on right as a news organization yeah so we've kind of branched out doing this and then we have focused a little more on it but mm-hmm. like when we pitch that to people they're like well your socials like well, we're looking at this side of it, not yeah. this side. Right. So it's yeah. a catch-22 no matter which way oh, yeah. you go.
1: Yeah. Because what happens is the artists who actually have the social following, they they share it. Like Garth, without knowing it, he put up two screenshots of the Music Universe on his inside Studio G.
2: we That's got awesome. Garth
1: on the brain today because it's release day. he yeah. got his head on. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I it's have, a, ton I have of these things. a bunch of these. <laughs> um, the... Um, so, so he put two of the screenshots up, and but he's like freaking out. Oh my god. Da, 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 da. So the, the, the stuff comes in organically from the artists who find it, because the SEO and Google's very good. But the socials is, are the thing where you could either go that paid route yeah. and beef it up, or you could keep it organic. And we're like you. We, we totally get where you're coming from. And we
0: get a lot of shares from Facebook oh, yeah. that you know I shared. I, share I tagged the artist. That's hashtag. what it's all about Yeah. So it's all organic But when it comes to The business side of things People don't Look at that They look at The followers Yeah They don't look at All the other stuff yeah. I could show them the stats And they, that won't impress yeah. them Like the followers So it, it's just a weird Atmosphere in which we're in Yeah That everybody's focusing on
2: You know I've done research before As an artist uh, You know I, I'll go out And look at an artist That's either in my category Or maybe a step how, higher That let's, let's check out their streams And I'll look at their streams mm-hmm. And they've got tons of streams but they got two dates on their calendar yeah two tour dates and i and and i've got uh, you know 100,000 streams and i've got 215 tour dates and it's just like something don't make sense either the artist doesn't want to work well it's what you focus on right i guess and it's just like you know it's just uh it's just sometimes it's just a strange business you know some people you know I've, i've i've had people ask me before you know how many how many you know um you know dates are you getting because of your your stream, your Facebook likes or whatever. And, you know, we'll talk about that, but I've never had anybody say, I'm booking you because you got 30,000 likes. It's usually I'm booking you because I've seen someone, I've seen your show or I've seen somebody on our staff's been to your show and you, you got great music and you're, you know, you have a, a solid fan base and that's what we're looking for in our club, you know.
0: Now with all these social media numbers, have you joined the TikTok?
2: I am on TikTok, but I barely, I really don't use it. I mean, I've done, I put a handful of videos on there, but It's just like I'm so into my Facebook likes and my Instagram. I'm just, I just, it's just almost too much to keep up with. Yeah. It it is, And Twitter, too. I do all three. There's just too many. TikTok is just, I mean, then you're hearing, you know, a month ago, it's like TikTok's gonna be banned from the US. And it's like, should I, why should I even invest in it? Talking that. So I don't know who to believe, but at the same time, it's it's, it's definitely interesting. Now, when you put them up,
0: do you do any dancing?
2: No, but I have done some pretty funny stuff. You know, I just, it's never, it's very rarely any singing. It's just either my son Mm -hmm. or, you know, it's, I'm riding a four-wheeler back home on my parents' farm, or we had this like little haunted, like there was just like this building on the back of our farm that's supposedly haunted for years. And I did like a, 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 I did, like, a TikTok video, where, like it was haunted, you know, I heard a ghost and, you know, just get people to believe stupid yeah. stuff, but it's it's good for that. But like I said, half the time I forget I have it until I get an email notification that says, you have TikTok, uh, you know, reviews or whatever, so.
1: Well, we're sitting here and there's notifications pouring in on your phone as we're sitting <laughs> here. So you're right, it just, It keeps working, and, you know, we love it, because the first time we talked to you about music and being an independent artist, but this time we got to talking about uh, the the actual work of it, the social media and all of that stuff, so...
2: Thank you guys for
0: support. Always uh, great
1: to speak with you. Yeah,
0: you too as well, man. Talking with JD was great. Uh, Super nice guy, too, and uh, you'll see pictures with us on uh, social media. But, uh, you know, he... uh, we had him earlier when we did the mist of all of our uh, interviews, and uh, super nice guy, and uh, best of luck to him, and hopefully he'll find that right label. I'm sure he will. All right, for the Music Universe podcast from Nashville Coffees, I'm Matt. And I'm Buddy. Thanks for listening. Keep checking out themusicuniverse.com for the latest news and release info, and check us out weekly on YouTube for our series and uh, more. Take
2: care. <laughs>